Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not of age and are looking for answers about sex, gender, and relationships, please visit scarletteen.org. The advice given on the show is no replacement for official medical opinion. Like, really, not a replacement. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. You let me burn myself on bacon so many times, you asshole. <laughs> like, because <laughs> like oh, we didn't have AC for the longest time. Yeah. So I'd be like, time to cook bacon, shirtless. Like, yep. <laughs> like, you could have saved me. You didn't, though. God. Burn my nipples off. You know me. Most of the time, I'm, I am naked because I'm one of those people where it's like, clothes are uncomfortable and constricting. I want to be comfortable. Also, you're just like always sweaty. Not, I'm always... Not sweaty. I'm always overheating. You're always just hot. Like, I don't want to say you're always hot because that uh, sounds like, mm, baby, baby. Oh. <laughs> baby, back, baby, back. No, oh God, yeah, no, it was I'm just... Red Robin, wasn't it? That was a red Chili's. Ro- oh, it's Chili's. That's right. Chili's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chili's. <laughs> like, I didn't think about that. Same difference, honestly. Basically the same. They, they sell the same crap, all of them. But... They're all owned by the same parent corporation. Yeah, it's like, what is it? Um, Smoky Bones, Red Lobster. They're all owned by the same. Macaroni Grill. Macaroni Grill. That's the other one. Uh, Olive Garden? Olive Garden. Olive Garden. I already said Red Lobster. Uh, what's the? There's another one. But yeah, they're oh, wait, all no. owned by the same people. Not Olive Garden. I thought Olive Garden was the same. Because Olive Garden and Macaroni Grill have different owners. I, oh, wait. I don't know. Wait, no, no, no. I think they used to have different owners, but I think one of them got bought out. Doesn't matter. This isn't the topic of the fucking show. <laughs> Welcome but... to Dear Jazzy, Episode 5. I'm your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your other host, Lars or Z. Hi, Z. Hi. I always say Lars or Z because we use them interchangeably. I hope that's not weird. Like, <laughs> I'm your host, Jasmine Starshine, or Jazzy. 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 And I'm Lars. Jazz and Z. J- Jazz and Z. Jazz and Z. Jazz and Z. That sounds weird. I don't like that. Don't let's like n- let's never bring Jazz that up again. Mm. How have you been since last episode? Oh man, I'm actually on my medication this time. We both are. Yay! High five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're gonna sound way different, like compared to the last episode, because we both just like did we did you forget or were you out of your script? No, <laughs> I I actually forgot because I went to bed late and I thought, yep. oh, yep. I'll just take it in the morning. And then you don't and wake then I up. I totally didn't. <laughs> Because I didn't want to fuck around with my pill bottles and wake I up know. daddy, you know? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> like yeah, and then night. you have to turn on your flashlight, and it's because... I, uh, that's why I keep mine downstairs, because, like, I know that if... Because, like, I get out of bed, and I basically, like, I only go in bed to sleep. So, like, I don't leave them by my bedside, because I like to take them in the afternoon. So I leave them downstairs. So then if I'm out of bed, I don't fucking forget, because they're right there. But I still forget. God, I, al- I always <laughs> just, I still like, forget. It's probably bad that I always hang out in my bed but that's also I mean, a yeah. very that's a very like baby fur that's a very ABTL <laughs> thing to do i just think out in your bed well also depression thing but <laughs> also a depression thing not to not to I knock you down a peg but yeah no i just meant like i i try to stay out of bed unless i'm like sleeping because then like i i already have enough trouble sleeping at night yeah you know like getting in that mentality of like i'm in bed it is time for my body to shut up and shut down like it, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work but like get, keeping up the habit keeps me from like having worse insomnia than i already do right like i've been going this past like month and a half i've been going to sleep at like six in the morning or, or like earlier i watch the sunrise pretty much like every day it yeah. sucks from my bed though but it's the thing is like i go to bed at like three and i'm still sitting there have you tried, like, Ugh. melatonin or something? I, uh, yeah, I used to take melatonin. I've had this problem since I was, like, a wee-wee little baby. So, like, I 
what it, I think like I was only allowed to start make, taking melatonin once I hit 13. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I it doesn't work for my body anymore. Interesting. It's yeah. it sucks. It also like gives me really fucked up dreams, which is oh, like Oh yeah, no. I had yeah. weird fever dreams with melatonin. And it's like I already get weird like dreams already. So like, you know, d- triple that and it's just not a good time cuz like on a regular day I still wake up sweating from like nightmares yeah but it's like normal for me (laughs) so it's like as pathetic and sad as it sounds i'm just it doesn't bother me but when it's on melatonin it's pretty bad right like it can only take so much (laughs) honestly when i can't sleep oh can you hit the power strip oh is it yeah it whines yeah the tv we use for the stream setup has like a loose capacitor or something it's like having tinnitus on the show wonderful i have tinnitus do you (laughs) uh a little bit but that's just from you know, years in the music industry. Loud noises. Loud noises. Yeah, that'll do it. it. One of my ear, one of my ears was worse because that's the ear that would face the snare drum. Yep. Yeah. I mean, same here. Head- yeah. Is mine's headphones though? Because you know how one ear is always louder than the other. Yep. It's so fucking annoying to me because I notice it. Yeah, I have to fuck with my equalizer. I hate it. It's awful. <laughs> Especially when you can't fuck with the equalizer, so it's like, eh, uh, guess I'll die. <laughs> guess I'll die. But if it if it makes you feel any better, uh, the last episode sounded fine. We didn't we didn't sound like off. I, it was just like i felt like i was gonna just ascend like i was gonna like have an out-of-body experience the whole time like uh i'm still here we're still here (laughs) just fuels myself up i'm good (laughs) it's like checking your pockets but for your soul you're like still there (laughs) still here still here (laughs) what that's that's horrible you shouldn't say that about mentally ill people lars that's insensitive look (laughs) but lars we are mentally ill people but lars i don't have a soul (laughs) (laughs) it's like this show proves that enough right (laughs) (laughs) but pardon me Disgusting. The hiccup start early this episode. Oh no! Is it like a reflux thing or? Nah, it just happens. It, it just happens. I, I only get like one, and that's it. I just, <laughs> I just get one hiccup and then I'm done. I know. I'm, I'm just picking on you. I just want to make I sure know. you're okay. I'm, I'm fine. Are you okay? I'm, fi- I'm fine. Are you okay? That's the child affair choking. Are you choking? Kids <laughs> <laughs> <can> just. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But I've been. Not- He's fine. <laughs> but since the last episode, I've just been watching the statistics on the show go up and 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 thank you very much to everyone for listening to the show because holy shit yeah she just told me tonight over dinner and i'm like that's pretty cool because like are yeah. we over 100 or just sitting at 100 or something or? we are just over 100 we are just in the triple digits for downloads that's pretty cool so it's like it doesn't seem like much but it's also like we just released like a week or two ago yeah, when did like, we like two weeks two weeks ago yeah. i have no sense of time you will all quickly learn this it at, will never get old at the time of recording we are two weeks into Dear Jazzy as a podcast and as a project, and we're already in triple digits. That's and pretty that's really cool. cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, honestly, it's like, you know, starting a new account on, like, Twitter, it's the same thing. It's hard to get yourself out there. It's hard to get audience again, you right. know? Once like, you have an initial audience, you're fine, but building up that initial audience is awful. Oh, God, I know. It's so bad. Like. <sighs> but, um, so I've been watching the metrics on the show. I edited episode four like the day of the release just because <laughs> i've been so busy but also shame uh, shame shame, shame. <laughs> but also um i actually played gta online for the first time in months oh five right uh yeah is five. that the one with trevor 
Is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> forever. <laughs> because Rockstar is doing, like, an event to celebrate. Because they, apparently they had, like, a fuck ton of sales over the holiday season. So they're uh, giving yes. anyone who logs into GTA Online a million uh, dollars in the game. And I'm, I'm like, like, for real? I'm like, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Please play our game. We're desperate. With all the money they made off of GTA, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, yeah. GTA was, like, my fucking childhood. Because, like, the first one was, it was PS1, wasn't it? It was it was old. It was the top down one. The top it was I thought that was PS one or was I, that computer? I, I think it's I know for a fact it's PC, but I think Yeah, I it's... my older brother had it on PC and like that shit was so funny to us because that's the same one where you could have the different buttons make you burp and fart. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like, do the thing and he's like eh, blah, 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 blah. like <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we're losing our shit. Cause he's quite a few years older than us, so he was allowed to play the game. We were only allowed to watch with supervision, so. <laughs> and, and probably for good reason, because isn't that the is that the same game that has the giant pink dildo that's a one-hit KO? Uh, that's Saints Row. Oh, that's Saints Row? Yeah, that's I Saints swear Row. that GTA had a similar gross thing. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, but I know for a fact that's also Saints Row, because that's my daddy's open-world game of choice, ah, is Saints Row. That's funny. Because he's like, watch this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> i know you're listening to this and i want to <laughs> and i want to watch you play more of it because it's funny as hell no the dildo is totally an item in uh i just googled it it's totally an item in the gta it is from uh grand theft auto san andreas okay yeah gotcha. it, it appears in other games though but i think that was the first one it came in it's it's a giant purple double-ended dildo i love it yeah i, I said pink dildo the, but the i was Darth wrong Maul dildo. It, i mean depending on the lighting it could be kind of pink it's supposed to be purple though. Yeah, like, sure. This fucking. <laughs> it's oh my god! It's literally this nasty, veiny purple dildo. Oh it's my so god. good. So yeah, there's a that reason. That looks so PS2. There's a reason I was not allowed to watch my brother play that game unsupervised because it is super inappropriate. <laughs> I can just imagine parents going, "Oh, oh my stars! Oh my goodness!" <sighs> it was. I mean, like, it's surprising because like they were super, super like restrictive about all the media I consumed, including like they never let me watch Pokemon because it was too violent. But Digimon, but Digimon's fine. Digimon is way more violent. Thank you. And then the fact that like they, you know, but also way more dope. But and I also grew up always like watching the Monty Python shows, but I was never allowed to watch the movies. I still haven't seen the movies. Really? But I've seen the whole show, all of it. And the like, movies are a lot racier than a Monty Python's Flying Circus. It's like to be fair, or I watched Flying Circus, and also there's just Monty python is yeah. there yeah so like like I watch... all their sketches and stuff yeah i've also yeah. seen their sketches the monty python sketches are super racy like the, ooh, yeah some yeah. of them are bad and some of the flying circus one is my favorite yeah and some of flying circus has pubes and stuff like you can't see anything but there's it's just pube hair oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like there's naked ladies there's tits and stuff and like so those kind of things so my parents would be like oh and i'm like you how did you not know it's monty python it's monty python. you're letting me watch monty python with all the other shit that you like constrain me from like <laughs> It's like how people think Looney Tunes is for kids, and it's like, no. Oh, no, all, no, 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 all no. of the subtle, not-so-subtle fetishes. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> this is one of the things I like talking about, too, and that's something we should definitely talk about on the show, is like... Sexual what, awakenings. Yes, yeah, sexual awakenings, and like what cartoon, or not even cartoon specifically, but like what, what, media. what media did you consume that when you were younger, you were like, oh, this makes me feel weird in a good uh-huh. way. Because like, <laughs> that's one of the funniest things ever, is like, there's this particular episode of Futurama that I always make fun of my roommate for, like, oh! <laughs> like it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's boil it. But maybe I'll uh, pick on her about it if she ever comes on the show. <laughs> I mean, she is scheduled to come on the show. Yeah, I don't or know. The other roommate. Other uh, other roommate. <gasps> v. Oh no no no! I thought you were talking about um. Yeah. 
I can't say, I have to crop that out because <laughs> I said her name. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm just going to bleep that because no, you said their good. name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say I thought. Um, I thought her wife didn't have any. No, no, I'm not talking about. Okay, I'll gotcha. bleep it again. But yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised that there's never been any mention of like inflatables and pool toys as a fetish in like any media ever because it's just such like a weird niche it comes with the inflation thing though like because like Mm. no no no. inflation isn't just fat like fat stuff like i was gonna say fat furs but like fat whatever it's like a growth thing yeah inflation is not it, it can be growth um it could be like muscle it could be like hyper like some people like to inflate genitals which is hyper mm-hmm. hyper dick hyper balls whatever yeah. and then there's like the inflation where it's like they physically fill someone else with air they don't turn them yeah. into a balloon or anything it's just they get filled with air the yeah venn, the venn diagrams for inflatables and is, inflation there's so many different the interacting venn diagram is really close it's not even close it's just like there's literally like six different circles around the venn diagram yeah. and they all kind of meet in the middle at some points it's really <laughs> fucked up and then there's people like me who you know me. I'm not into inflation and, like, gaining But you're into inflatables. Right. I'm into yeah. the objects. Mm-hmm. But not, not the act. Not the act. Yeah. yeah. And that's something we'll have to discuss with other people who actually are into inflation. Because, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's different for everybody, but I don't know, like, what is the, the kicker for you? What gets it ticking? Like, and you know? And that's Is it why... the act or is it just the shape? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because, because the actual technical name for fetish for pool toys and balloons is globophilia oh that's funny and that's an offshoot of objectophilia which mm. is used to be in the dsm4 marked <laughs> as a sexual targeting error but the DSM-5 oh, i was gonna say it was like a disease things. essentially like a yeah, brain disease yeah, yeah. i mean bdsm up until a couple years ago was still listed as a disease wasn't it it was well, did it only change in the last four years or something? Yeah, it's because really of the, recent. Because of the DSM five, mm-hmm. the DSM four. Uh, let's just say the difference between the DSM four and five is night and day. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but we're going to talk about S and M on today's show. Hell yeah! From me. Oh no, I feel another burp coming. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> nice. It tasted like poutine. Did you bring in that poutine, by the way? Yeah. Mm. You left it in my car, didn't you? It's cold outside. I was going to say, fine. it's cold outside, but now my whole car is going to smell like gravy and cheese curds. That's a good thing. I mean, I guess. It's like... better than smelling like weed. <laughs> Don't call me out like this. <laughs> That's not fair. I just picked up. <laughs> there was a lot of... There was a lot of weed in my car. Was past tense. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, this is episode five. Like I said, before we get started, we have a couple of fun announcements. Um, I'm sorry, say that again. Fun announcements. We have some fun announcements. <laughs> um, first and foremost, I will be at Capcom in a month. Really excited. When is you that can... again? What are the dates? Uh, first week of March. <laughs> I had to think about that. Hold I was on. trying to give your audience maybe a little bit more specific uh, dates to, like, expect you to either be gone or to be there if they were going. You know, I'm sure if they're going, they know the dates, though. What am I talking about? Right. It is March, March 5th through 9th. I really like the kerning on that. It was like Capcom on. <laughs> yeah. I, I pulled up the website on, on, the, it was on the computer. It, yeah. was, it was definitely made with Weebly. <laughs> No, like half the fucking cons that we go to are like under like uh like a couple thousand, so like they're always made on like Geo Cities. They're like Yeah. I know it's not the right word, but it's basically like like, modern day Geo Cities. Like Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's really bad. But I'll be at Speaking Cal- of pain, we're going to be talking about some pain. I'm not done with <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> but I'll be at Capcom if you see me. Don't be afraid to come say hi. I'll be with um, my daddy. I'll be with two of our local friends from... Uh, from our from our BDSM club, we are not in the host hotel, but we're going to be in there a lot, and then we're going to be grabbing some Chicago pizza and going around one arcade and going doing was all in Chicago. that fun stuff. I'm so jealous you get Chicago pizza twice in one year. Fuck hell, you, hell fucking yeah. You're just up there for MFF. Yeah. So, so I'll be at Capcom. Uh, I'll be recording a special. I episode. will not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to the people who do the Usual Bet podcast and see if we can't set up a special episode recording. That will be a lot of fun. What podcast? Uh, the Usual Bet. It's um, Okay. They are a couple of my friends. Uh, Sophie and Pudding ha- are writers in the ABDL community, and okay. they have a Patreon for their like family commune house. And one of the things on their Patreon is... Um, their discord channel and then also their um their podcast called the usual bet Mm -hmm. and where they they're like i I think i said last episode they're an exclusive like abzl kink podcast i think that you did mention or maybe we talked about it off um mike i can't really remember i do remember you talking about it though yeah so i'm going to see if i can't set up something with them and that'd be pretty cool yeah Yeah. like at the con or like yeah at the con so i don't i was either like at the con or skype in later something if they yeah. want to do something with us yeah and, and they're they're in detroit so they're only like two hours away from us so i could always just like yo let's hang out again what's happening yeah so see if i can't like go on their show bring them on our show do that sort of thing whatever yeah but yeah. it's like either way like that's 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 gonna be on you because that's your circle i don't know them like i don't I was listen going to, to say, that's on me. i was like no that's even no offense man i just mean like i don't listen to a lot of podcasts and also like i'm not part of the because uh, you said it was abdl yeah content you're yeah. also not part of like the abdl no not like, at all circle not at anything. all yeah i'm the only like i mean i'm a part of it by proxy because i know you yeah and like i have so many like babies abdls have been like following me because of you i'm so sorry no i mean i just think it's really funny because it's like i wouldn't expect like those type of people to be into the shit that i make because like yeah. i said like we were just talking about i don't know if it got recorded but the scary stick man that i managed to create that my art teacher in high school hated <laughs> it's like everything i draw is just scary if i try to do something cute it's kind of like ooh. <laughs> ooh it's like oh, you know no. it'll, it might come out a little cute but there's something oh there's something wrong there's here. something uncanny there's something wrong here <laughs> second announcement um, we are, like, like we've been saying, his, we've been calling him Taint Boy, because we're ah! saying, he isn't on the show yet, so we're not going to use his name yet. Do you, he's gonna be known as Taint Boy, then. You really want this poor man to, oh, no. man, maybe we do. Maybe we do. I was gonna say, maybe we do, because he's really, really into, like, being shamed. Oh, my God, it's he's hilarious. so into it. So, he gets all giggly and blushy, and I'm like, yes, ah, look does. at him. <laughs> so... You know just how extremely stubby I am. Remember at MFF where I grabbed him by his hood and he's walking away? Just, eh. Motherfucker moaned at me. That's so and funny. I was just like, I'm the, I'm like the alpha stub. That's like how And we- I made someone else moan. Is. That's it's how so much good. of a he is. We love him. I know. But he and your roommate are going to be on the show. We're going to be talking about... Hopefully soon. Either hopefully. episode 6, 7, or 8, whenever we can get him in. Yeah, yeah. Really soon. As soon as he comes up to fucking Cleveland already. I know. Jesus. What's that boy up to? I know you can hear this. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be talking about fat fur, uh, gainer stuff, inflation stuff. Stuff that we're not in those circles, but we would love to learn love about. Love to find out about. Yeah. yeah. And since this podcast talks about 
all kinks and all fetishes, we would love to make that happen. Yeah, I think the whole point of it is that, um, you know, we want to get as many perspectives as possible. So I feel like, um, I hope this isn't too out of place of me to even push, but, like, I, if people want, you can send us in some asks, uh, maybe even, like, uh, give us little blurbs about certain fetishes that you might want to explain, like, what yeah. makes it in, what makes it for you. Yeah. You know, like, any of the fetishes we're talking about, like, inflation, diaper, ABZL, BDSM in general, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think that'd be pretty cool to be able to, even if you want to go anonymous, just read something about someone's experiences and stories. I, that would definitely be some really great content to get other people onto the show. Right. Yeah. And you're not outplacing that at all. You're... <laughs> Dude, you're and one I don't want to. No, I don't want to like be like. Let's invite strangers onto our <laughs> <laughs> under our podcast, you know. But because you you want, we don't want to keep it clicky. But we also don't want to be like, oh shit, we accidentally invited a Nazi, you know, oh. like something like that. Jasmine Starshine is canceled. Uh, not even that. I just mean like I do not want to put like if we do something by accident. Obviously, there's always the apology route, which is like more than right. sincere. But if we're like, that's what the Mac I still did. don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I still don't want to like give them any type of platform, even by accident. So I, yeah, I do right, want to vet right. people, but like we're fairly open as long as you're not like you know a dick, a huge dick. Yeah, don't come on the show and go Baba Booey. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's like okay, so <laughs> and that's like a fairly old meme, but an audio world is so current meme is. It's, um, there was, um, on Howard Stern, I'm not a huge fan of Howard Stern, but mm-hmm. there was, like, a caller who would always call into his show and just go, Baba Booey, and hang <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, it's like the guy on live TV is just fucker in the pussy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's fucker right in the pussy before that. I love that guy, though, because he started getting more creative with his skull masks. Like. Right, right. <laughs> so when I was in audio school, we'd be like, all right, give me some signal. Baba Booey. <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> and, or, like, when we were talking about, like, uh, doing shit for radio or doing like na- live narration, mm-hmm. somehow Baba some boy. fucker would always slip it in. <laughs> so it's just like any fellow audio engineers out there, that's for you. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. What was, when was the last time that show that show aired? Howard and, Stern. Yeah. Earlier today. Wait, really? Yeah, he's uh, he's on Sirius XM. I feel like I, I don't know. I thought he was older than that. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't say he was young. <laughs> I guess I just meant, you know, you'd think that the show would run out of steam at some point. God. <laughs> oh, no. I, I th- I, again, I don't listen to the show. I'm pretty sure they do, like, more, like, current events type stuff, so they okay. typically never run out of content. Oh, well. <laughs> they had Slipknot on the show, yeah. and they also had ICP on the show, and they had the two bands talk to each other because they tried to make Valid. A, they tried to make a imaginary beef between them, but then ICP were like, nah, they're cool as hell. And Slipknot was like, you guys fucking rock in typical <laughs> slipknot fashion and meanwhile he's like well this didn't go he's just like, oops it's like don't you know that punks are like we just kind of osmosis into other circles real easily yeah we just <laughs> we make friends like really fast it's just, true the picture of those punks asleep on the metro so cute <laughs> shh they're nesting shh they sleep <laughs> let's get in the show do not wake a nesting punk do not wake a nesting punk so those are the announcements. See you at Capcom. See you in the special episode soon. See you with the guests real soon. That'll be fun. Lars. Lars. Me. Z. Me. It's sadomasochism, a mental disorder, as anonymous in social science, psychology, one decade ago. 
Uh, I mean, it depends on who you ask. DMC four, maybe. I said DMC. Devil may cry. Devil four. may cry. <laughs> what does Dante say? <laughs> Dante is a mental illness. <laughs> is it a masochism, a mental disorder? Not according to Dante. No. <laughs> no, the, but you know, but that only recently we literally just talked about that. Is like it probably would have been like tech mm-hmm. by technicality. Like what? What year was this posted? This was posted in 2010. Oh, yeah. Definitely Thank still you, wa- Yahoo Answers. I was going to say, it was still definitely a mental illness back then. And yeah. I'm only just be. I, this is my job on the show is to play devil's advocate. Like, to yeah, be shitty. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> yeah, that, but, but, no, like, yeah. I get, technically, yeah. But, uh, like, emotionally, no. <laughs> emotionally, no. No. Like, in the DSM-4, it was frowned upon. In yeah. current times, it's way too popular. <laughs> It's still frowned upon. Like it's I, still frowned I'm, upon. Okay, just to answer the question, no, it's not a mental illness, and people are gonna say like, that's just your, but that's just like your opinion, man. Like, no, it's <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> Good vibe. God, no, it's just it is really sad. Uh, it's not though, but it it is used against a lot of people. It is. Yeah. yeah. It, like legally, like court wise. Um, One I of know my friends that had his kids taken away. Yes. Because they found out he was in uh, yes. the BDSM community. Um, I don't like talking about the guy that I used to mess around with, be- uh, but he he's ha- a shit heel. He's a shit heel. Not only that, but also, but I mean, it's a good example though. Is like, uh, yeah, I'm not saying all the choices he made were good and that he didn't deserve this, but the kids definitely didn't deserve to be ripped away from their father just because like, you just okay so they deserve to get ripped away for other reasons unrelated right. to be i'm just i'm trying to find the best way to explain this without getting emotional because it just makes me so mad because it's like not only did i lose my housing because um the ex was concerned that we were involving her children in bdsm play i don't know where she got that Yikes. but um but just like the fact that like he had to deal with like all these accusations and like people just being up in your face doesn't matter what, how shitty of a person you are. If people are gonna get up in your face because of your sexual preferences, as long as it's not children or animals, then like that's not fair, right? You know, like you know, I always have to be like besides the obvious. Besides the obvious. Besides the obvious, because then there's a reason that people be taking you for it. It's, <laughs> hey, is your partner a consenting adult? Cool. That's all you need. Is, is your partner consenting? Period. You know, is your, like is your partner a consenting adult? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, it is really unfortunate because it's like, no, it's not. But I think it's unfair to be like, well, that, uh, hold on. Losing the train of thought. Let me think real quick. I, it, what is that? Oh, Jeopardy. the fucking Jeopardy theme song, yeah. you asshole. You can edit this out. <laughs> um, I think it's unfair to just be like, in my opinion, it shouldn't be when like in reality, it's actually a huge problem for a lot of people like technically no and also technically yes it just depends on who you ask what your situation is and honestly who you are because we're not going to try and say that like who the person is being accused of it doesn't play into it as well mm-hmm. like situation wise and uh, just it's bad right. i watched it all happen myself lost my housing had to watch kids suffer because of an antiquated law right so <laughs> It's like sucks teeth. What else can you really say? Because like technically no, now it's not. But technically it's still treated as it. Yes. But Lars. But, but Z, me. What is sadomasochism? It's when you like to 
Well, sadistic is part of the word, so yeah. we <laughs> masochism l- is the other part of the word. <laughs> we talked a little bit about it in uh, the first episode when we were talking it's about BDSM. Liking to be hurt and liking to hurt others. Yeah. It's the <laughs> sadist pleasure of causing pain and seeing the person's reaction, and the masochist uh, side enjoying receiving the pain. Yeah. So it was like getting hurt and hurting others. It sounds oh, yeah. like it sounds illegal when you phrase it like it that. It sounds bad. <laughs> but it like sounds that's... bad until you sink your teeth into it. Well, it's also or like cons- ah. Uh, it's also like considering BDSM involves like knives and needles and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of the least that you would be concerned Saturday. about. Oh, uh-huh. is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to ask about it. We we're at the restaurant, but I'm like, ooh, you guys got a scrape on your arm there, boy. <laughs> Actually, this is from uh, the counters in the bathroom are actually really pointy and i <laughs> scraped myself <laughs> wait at the club no at daddy's house oh my god wait why are his fucking why are they so sharp what because i'm do? clumsy but then why like, are they so my... sharp i don't know <laughs> what are they made out of granite no oh why no seriously what material is it i don't know why it's so important it's for me to made know. of like plood Plastic and wood? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah, but no. I, I, it's like, I, I've only asked because, like, myself. I've never gotten injuries like that aside from, like, like granite countertops because, you know, when they're cut really badly, they form that solid, yep. like, 90-degree angle at oh, the yeah. bottom half. Yeah. So, fuck. What the hell? You really are clumsy. <laughs> I really am. I mean, I'm too. What do you want from me? Oh, God. But I'm going to push you, you into it on purpose next time. But if you want to see what I actually got. Clumsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me. Don't hit the microphone, please. <laughs> oh, it's so light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see it. You're such a pussy. <laughs> oh, no, so the- it was a it was a lot less. Wow, you're a pussy. It was a lot less like it was a lot more foreboding the day after. But oh, I, have, gotcha. I have pictures they of it. They heal really fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't always break the skin. Yeah. So it's just like we just like really nicked the skin. It was really hot. Eat. Yeah. See, like I'm kind of like extreme. Uh, mm-hmm. sadomasochism. Yeah. And it's like, Which I haven't... People think I'm extreme because we play with knives. It's so funny And I'm like, me. just wait till you see my buddy Z. It's one of the funniest things, though, is that, like, uh, especially in the specifically the subsection of knife play, is, like, a lot of times, or at least in my experience, like, knife play has just been, like, I have the knife, but I don't really do anything with it. I just have it. it. It's a threat. Yeah, it's more of a threat than, like, an actual physical, like, uh, like interaction. I mean, like, mm. it might be, like, you know... Like one of one of the hottest things ever. Uh, one of the clubs I used to go to had a like glory hole, and so oh, nice. like, but like it was often special <coughs> sex, and it wasn't bless you. Pardon me. It wasn't just like in the bathroom or anything <coughs> like that. It was literally like it's like a design. Yeah, there was like okay. a designed off section where it had like it was a little bit dimmer, and like they had the like fucking uh, curtains, like the red curtains nice. you pull back, so someone would go into one side, be like occupied, and then you go on the other side. Some people would plan it, whatever. Like I, there was a lot of people who would come in uh, though. Where they would do like, um, all right. So trigger warning though, it's about to get pretty serious. They would do uh, false rape scenarios mm-hmm. where they are holding like consensual non consensual. Yeah, consens- consensual non consent. I do like to just say the word because it's essentially what it's role playing. Unfortunately, like it's it is kind of a sensitive topic though. Yeah, we can we can you even, did put a trigger warning. I was gonna say we could e- we could even uh, we can put a trigger warning on the uh, episode even because we are gonna be talking about like blood and fluids and stuff here in a few minutes. So. Yeah, I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah so, but um, yeah, continuing trigger warning for consensual non consent is when uh, 
a lot of times it's used with knife play, and especially in the uh, glory hole corner. I saw it a lot mm. where people would, like, take their partners to the glory hole at, like, at knife point and basically fake force them oh, to blow people. Yeah. Okay. And shit like that. So, like, that's hot. Like, I saw that yeah. a lot in some, uh, mostly in the circles I played with, but, like, shit like that is awesome. But, again, mm. it's, like, knife play is usually, like, the threat. Yeah. Less so than, like, the actual, like nicking and slicing which is probably why people think that you're super extreme you're like oh, yeah. the knife goes in you <laughs> like <laughs> right exactly. as little as possible but still it goes in you <laughs> like <laughs> which is funny because it's like and um when we were at uh dinner eating poutine talking about eating what poutine poutine Putin. uh <laughs> vladimir poutine <laughs> we're gonna get banned in russia because <laughs> like isn't it like no memes allowed I, dude, I don't fucking know. But and that's um, when the memes came around because Putin made memes illegal. I think. Is that is that a thing? In Russia, I believe. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it was a joke. I believe he actually made memes illegal for a while because people were memeing on him really hard because ah. they hated him so much. <clears throat> they made him illegal, and then guess what happened? It got worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, um, Putin is Canada's greatest gift to mankind. It's gravy, <laughs> French fries, and cheese curds, and it's wonderful. Oh, it's amazing. It's so disgusting, and I love it's it. It's so good. It's, it's total stoner food. Thank you, Canada. It's absolute stoner food. Thank, Thank you, Canada. Thanks, Canada. But when we were talking about the episode over dinner, we, we were like, sadomasochism. Mm, mm, mm. And that's my, um, that's my experience, and that's my, like, um, what are you showing me? I'm showing you that memes were illegal at some point <laughs> in Russia. <laughs> Did they make all memes or just memes about? I think it was specific memes, but like I think it was like ones against him. So that's when the uh, the I am super super gay. I like long big cocks. <laughs> you don't remember that meme? Like, no. I'm gonna have to crop this whole part out. <laughs> no, I'm leaving this. Then. Oh no! Like I said, we're gonna be illegal in Russia now. No, that the okay. I am super super gay. That one was spawned because of him being like memes are now illegal. And they were like, oh, yeah? Oh, like, yeah? watch this. Suka bits. <laughs> I just, I thought you'd find that, or I just thought you'd know about that already. No. That's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> my knowledge of Russia stops at 1991 with <laughs> the fall of the Soviet Union. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Anyways. So, we were talking about the thing at the Putin yes. shop. <laughs> and, you know, uh, knife play is one of the ways I experienced masochism. Mm -hmm. Because, um, like I said on the show a bunch of times, I am almost exclusively a sub and very 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 much so a masochist um you being a switch uh i am both yeah a I, well actually let's be honest <clears throat> you can be a masochist or uh was a sado sadomasochist like either or yeah it's not it's it doesn't not exclusive to your right position. i was gonna say like one like one isn't top and one isn't bottom right right yeah <laughs> right but, I mean, there's often correlation there, but it's not, like, blocked. Yeah, in. like, again, like, it's it's kind of hard to be sadistic, you know, to give pain when you're a bottom. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. it's usually to... a control thing, but I am, yeah, you're trying to yeah. think of examples, huh? I'm trying to think of, like, any, any instance where I, as the sub could like cause pain yeah i don't i can't think of <laughs> yeah and so that's why again it's like these don't necessarily have to be one or the other i just wanted to clear that up you know like i hate the whole binary thing but yeah, yeah. we strictly <clears throat> do not enforce the binary we strictly <laughs> anti-binary <laughs> yeah 
And that's why I only fuck with other gender nonconforming people. Yeah, it's just, honestly, it's just easier. Watch, you're going to catch shit for that. (laughs) I don't fucking care. I know, it's just one of those things where it's like... Cis people need not apply. (laughs) It's that fucking thing, I think it was an OkCupid, I don't want to see or be seen by straight people. (laughs) It's a a checkbox you can do on, like, OkCupid profile, you just... And it, like, doesn't oh show God. you straight people. It's the best. Where can I <laughs> check that box for real life? I think you... <laughs> just, like, your computer settings overall. Just that button. <laughs> I'm going to open up the the, uh, the preferences of my brain and check that box. I do not want to be seen. I don't want to be seen. By anyone. Just, I don't want to be seen, period. <laughs> period. But so we talked a little bit about, um, you know causing pain to people let's talk about receiving pain well not even receiving pain but like what causes people to want to do that to themselves you know right in in just layman's terms why would you want to do that why Why do you you want to bleed what's the fucking wrong with you isn't isn't this just self-harm with extra steps isn't this self-harm with extra steps why do you want to hurt your partner what's going on isn't that abuse like abuse so yeah, we should talk a little bit about that before we get into like uh like causing other people pain because I think it's actually a little bit more important to discuss why people would want that to establish mm. why it's it doesn't automatically mean that you are a creep if you want to hurt people right so it's like because again like the way you phrase that like oh hurting people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's something that it's your hard mama to phrase it. yeah I was gonna say your mama teaches you never hurt people mm-hmm. like not unless they deserve it but uh i'm telling you mom i'm asking Mama for said, it. Knock you i'm out. asking for it <laughs> oh yeah i am but in terms of like receiving pain and i'm really happy you brought up the self-harm aspect self-harm with extra steps oh my god i've heard that argument so many times this is trigger warning i'm i'm going to put a trigger warning. This is a for massive everything. trigger warning. Yeah. I'm gonna put a trigger warning in the title of the episode and in the show notes. How about we just establish right here in this episode that we will do our best to pay attention to the content that we talk about, especially when we're when you're doing editing, and then we can put the appropriate trigger warnings in the description or title or something i don't know description probably yeah yeah because i don't want to make the titles too long you know <laughs> yeah I, i've seen some pretty long podcasts so it's longer true. than like follow boys i don't want to have to fucking wait there for it to scroll across my screen though you know yeah <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll Watch, try I'll to put do the our... show notes in the title bar <laughs> we'll try... <laughs> god damn it it'll end but it'll still be going by the time it ends yeah but no yeah we'll try our best to pay attention to the content that we talk about just so that we can you know keep people away from that if they really want to because right try to be all inclusive but also like not exclude anybody by making them uncomfortable right so but we are going to talk about uncomfortable things so it's gonna happen like right because this podcast aim is to advise and educate and just erase stigma erase stigma also hopefully i mean we're kind of we're kind of stupid but like that just kind of goes perfect sh- people too i was that. gonna say i mean not we're just not even stupid just like a little goofy so <laughs> just, it, just, just, just don't take it seriously not even just the podcast just bdsm in general like yeah there are rules but like it's not a mental illness don't take it that seriously Please. <laughs> like christ almighty going back to the self-harm aspect of yeah it, i'm really happy you mentioned that because as someone who has you know, an extensive history with self-harm. We both do. We both do, yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, a lot of people may look at us funny who know about our past 
and they'll look fair at you enough like, and like, they'll look at you like all concerned like oh i don't want you doing that they like get sad for you and they find out that you're into this stuff and it's yeah. oh my god you know what it kind of reminds me of i know it's different phenomenon but similar concept of like trying to rescue sex workers yes it, it's like you know trying to rescue people from this this uh this harmful lifestyle. this harmful lifestyle like it's not she's making money on the internet selling pictures of her feet <laughs> oh my god it's just like i mean yeah, like I said, it's not different, but it is a good comparison to make. Where it's like, it we, don't, we don't need fucking rescuing. Like, a lot of times it's like, we just need someone... Even if you are trying to rescue someone, I want to bring that up too. It's mm-hmm. like, if you really think that somebody is doing something harmful to themselves, this includes just self-harm. Not any type of action, like sex work or whatever. But, like, don't force them to come out about it. People need support yeah. to be able to feel comfortable to come to terms with it on their own. Just go to them with your observations and say, this is something I've noticed. Can we have a talk about this? Interventions then, never work. Interventions only make things uh, worse. They don't pressure people. That's, right. that's the ultimate thing here. Is Except you, no is an answer. Yes. And it, it, not even that, but it's like, I don't think, like, unless you really think someone is in danger, 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 then, mm-hmm. like, I don't really think you should, like, go in hot-headed, like, we need to talk about this. Not, even if it's not you trying to rescue them, it's still, like, like the it makes... church make... and your dad. Oh, God. It's just, like, you know, it makes people snap shut. Like, the clamshell's just dead, you know, at that mm. point. Like, it's not opening. Like, don't scare people. Right. Like, and that that's, again, what I think is really going to be important about the show. It's, like, mm-hmm. trying not to scare people about this stuff. Make it fun. Make it interesting. At least I hope. <laughs> right. Because all we do is talk. <laughs> oh. But with um, with receiving pain, it's often, you know, it. first of all, it feels really good. Let's explain a little bit why people self-harm. If you want to go there, do you think you'd be comfortable? Let's, let's go there. I feel like that's yeah. important. Um, I think it, it does relate to sadomasochism absolutely yeah we can absolutely make that bridge so how about you talk about why you self-harm and then i'll describe yeah like (laughs) um i have a clinical uh depression i've had it for an extremely long time like officially diagnosed for a very 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 long time would you diagnose in your early teens like me or um before my teens Mm. and um it was really, really bad in my teens, and I started self-harming. Teen angst. Teen angst. <laughs> I started self-harming really early, I think at like 12 or 13, just because I would find myself in bouts of depression so bad where I wouldn't be sad anymore. I would just be numb. No, oh, numbness is the worst age. Yeah. When you are so sad, you're not sad anymore, that's when it's bad. You're not feeling anymore and that's why i self-harm so i could feel something so you could feel it mr krabs so i could feel so, it mr I'm so krabs. sorry that's so inappropriate oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like no I'm, I'm allowed to say it. i'm not trying to be insane. i was gonna say we were there we can say i was that. gonna say we've talked about our self-harming histories before i'm not trying to be insensitive <laughs> we're being insensitive to our own histories we're we're making light of our own past not it, anyone yeah, else's say it's, yeah it's us yeah, but my reason <laughs> I just was... wanted to let people know that, like, I, we've already talked about this. I'm not being shitty on purpose. <laughs> I'm just shitty. But, yeah, you, you, <laughs> had, you had depression. It's been really bad, for, yeah. especially up in your teens. And, like I was saying, I would get so sad, I wouldn't be sad. I'd just be numb. Mm. And self-harm is how I'd be able to feel anything. And th- at the time... um this is before my parents and I really, like, understood each other. Because you've met my parents, and they're dope as hell. But, yeah. like, 
I was. Your relationship was not good with your parents when you were younger. Not good yeah. at all. Um, I was fresh out of the closet, so. Yay! Yeah, so. Cries. And so home was not safe. Uh, school was not safe at all because I would get beat up and all my stuff stolen. I got sexually assaulted at school. I before. don't know if you mentioned earlier episodes that you were in a was it a catholic school yeah yeah it was an all-boys catholic school yeah, all-boys catholic school yeah important to note there important to note because i was saying you can get not a boy i was gonna say you you've been bullied like you can get bullied anywhere but like it is that environment is like 10 times worse for that yeah, yeah. when you have environmental it's like watching a petri dish of bacteria grow <laughs> it's, it's just all little boys like. it's just like a bunch of boys and it's just like watching a, a fuck ton of testosterone like fester boil yeah it's just mm. boil over just like a big hot soup of tea greasy slimy testosterone <laughs> but anyways give me so, some of that mm. <laughs> but um i'm not saying testosterone is bad i'm saying i know that's why i was joking I was yeah. like give me some of that because i need to get on testosterone here soon yeah, like give it, share it share it give me some <laughs> give, give me, you have too much give me some of that. i know it's like people it's like i i would give you guys my tits if i could because Just i don't please. need them like, i want another set just, <laughs> just <laughs> true furry i want to get six nipples like, yes i want to be a dog give human. me six nipples <laughs> just like boop 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 <laughs> I had someone uh, in high school who, like, had uh, two moles right underneath their boobs, and they were like, man, I hope these grow into uh, four, uh, three, ma- and four. Uh, three and four uh, boobs or something like that, because it just, they looked like nipples. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> there was a kid in my high school that had a third nipple right here. Oh, like, middle. wait, real? Yeah, what? real. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Back to high school. So... I, so, so you got bullied anyway. You know? Yeah, I got... It was, it was just bad. Bad all around. Nowhere was safe for me. Yeah. Um, the only place I was safe was when I went over to, I had like, I can count on one hand the amount of friends I have. And I was only yeah. safe when I went over there yeah. to their places. Yeah. So nowhere was safe. And I would just like, when I was home, I would hide from my parents. When I was at school, I would hide from Up in everyone. your room all day. Yep. Hey. And when I was up in my room all day, I would self-harm because I was on the run all the time. And I was just scared and sad all the time to the point where I felt nothing. And it was just like, I want to feel something. Something has to give, you know. Yeah. It's not going to be my brain. Might as well. Uh, be my body. Yeah, something like that. It's hard to explain the thought process. But, yeah. did Yeah. Can I ask you yeah. a personal? So, like, did you self-harm more when you went to college? You went to college, yeah? I did go to Yeah, college. you went to college for yeah. sound and stuff, sound design. Mm-hmm. But it, did for... it get worse or better in college? <clears throat> um... I, I feel like my my methodology of self-harm changed mm. a bit because when I was in high school, um, and this is getting into the extreme trigger warning part if we weren't already. I, but we, we just might as well refresh on the trigger warning every yeah. couple of paragraphs. Like, But when I was in high school, um, cutting was mm-hmm. my drug of choice, mm-hmm. and my arm was completely, like, almost entirely, like, scar tissue. Raw, yeah. And, like, open scabs. And it's it was, fucking raw. It was, it was, yeah, it was, my whole arm was raw, and not in the good connotation of the word raw. But, um. And the only thing that should be raw is me. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. (laughs) But um, when I was in college, I would self-harm. That's when I was anorexic. Mm -hmm. And so I would... um, Which is self-harm. Which is a form of self-harm. And I intentionally uh, didn't take my meds. And I would deprive myself of sleep. 
Yep. Because at the time, that's when I was writing a lot of my early material. and Your songs? Or are you just writing for class? Uh, my songs. Okay. Like, a lot of the... Oh? I hope that picks up on the microphone. I hope... Oh, it will. Who died? Who died? Oh, no one died yet. There's sirens. Oh, it's on. the fire department. So yeah. someone's on fire. Someone's on fire. <laughs> so Anyways. we yeah we're like right next to the main road so we just like see and hear everything <laughs> like i said in last episode we are in the city yeah the city the also city. doesn't help that it's right next to the main thoroughfare so like this is like right off of the yeah. highway and the so. hospital is right down the street i forgot the hospital is right there because i live like right is that the other hospital or because uh, i live near one too don't i yeah you live um we're not going to say which hospital no because but... it'll give away but it's like there's just hospitals things happen there's shit going on we have like three major hospital systems in cleveland i mean like that's there's a reason though we've got good si- we got good science bitch yeah we do <laughs> <laughs> i really really love breaking bad that's a that's t-shirt it's one, one of my favorites oh that's a breaking bad oh yeah the breaking bad oh. he's like yeah mr white yeah science like <laughs> science bitch it's so fucking good <laughs> no i have to i don't Hold know on. if you'd be into that show let's see if i can get you to watch a few episodes but yeah. um but that's what harming history is that yeah yeah i didn't mean to interrupt you are you like is there anything pertinent you think you should add onto your story like uh i was almost done i'm sorry no, i keep interjecting dude you're fine when i tell my story please interject because <laughs> i you know that's hard for me i know but i can't it can't go like one way i feel so rude everyone's gonna be like jesus lars this let is her content. talk this like, is content <laughs> Jesus, large, you sexist pig. Let the <laughs> let the girl talk. Hey, now that sexist be- like reverse Uno card. Um, I'm not a binary boy. I um actually 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 that's sexism. I just <laughs> <laughs> but in college, um, my first two years of college when I was it was a, a different type of self harming. It was a different yeah. type of self harm, and the biggest part is I was away from home i was moved out i was at a university mm-hmm. um i can i mean i can say which universities i went to we are they already know i'm from cleveland i know um my freshman year i was at university of dayton my sophomore year i was at uh it's like i'm going to edit that out <laughs> well <laughs> what <laughs> so i'm going to edit that out actually. that's okay but the um the first two years I was away at university, so I was away from like everyone I knew and everything, and I felt really isolated. And once you know it, same shit happened. So I became anorexic. I can't fucking win. <laughs> I can't fucking win. And then I got a little bit better uh, when I came home and went to the local community college just to finish up my associate of arts. Mm-hmm. And um, this is after. Bless you. Thank you. This is after I got my certification in, like, audio stuff. Um, this is after I got my, my Pro Tools. Oh, you were just trying to get your, like, final credits or whatever? Yeah, I at this point, I already had my Pro Tools AVID certification, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to finish up, like, my degree degree. Get it, yeah. yeah just, and just get, give it! <laughs> yeah, just get the fuck out. It's like, I've already put this much effort into it, I can't stop now. <laughs> right. But at that point, um, I knew it'd be really fucking difficult to hide self-harm because i was with someone at the time oh yeah and i'm just like where the fuck am i going to cut like what are they gonna do there's nowhere they're not gonna be able to see it it's gonna be like embarrassing for me right i'm gonna be questioned so what i would do is i would just like this is also before e so i still had a little bit of muscle left okay i would just like full-on like 
punch myself in the thigh until like my knee and my thigh would be black and blue. Yep. And it's just like that's what I was would... always punching, or did you like knee anything? Um, sorry, I... this is getting way too specific. No, it's okay. I would just like I would just like punch myself yeah. because I wanted to feel that, and that was like it's just as somebody else who's also self harm. It's just like I think it's really not not interesting in like a nosy way, but like I know. Like gathering certain, data. And yeah, I was like, because I know that there's certain feelings that came with certain techniques that I did. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I just I just wonder how other people like coped. Yeah, where's the correlation between other things? Yeah, because like me and you have had similar experiences, and it seems like we've also had similar like self harm experiences as right. well. So a conversation I recently had with my daddy is um is obviously pain feels really good for me. And, um, and it, you talked about that. It's like, yeah, it, it denumbs. It kind of gives you feeling, you know, like yeah. sparks some joy. Does this spark joy? It sparks <laughs> Oh, it sparks something already. <laughs> but it's just like, I'm in a place in my life where I do not feel numb anymore. Mm-hmm. And I am a lot more you emotionally don't stable. You feel so numb. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chester. Rest in peace, Chester <laughs> Bennington. Mm. But, um, so when, you know, when you harm yourself, you release a fuck ton of, of chemicals into your brain because your brain is like something happened something happened <laughs> so when you when you're really depressed and you're really numb that gets you back to feeling it's a rush somewhere around the baseline but when you're functioning at or above the baseline of like your mental state right all that feeling it's the same thing like we were talking about the first episode but it's like- when you're in a scene you get all those endorphins rushing. You get all that adrenaline rushing, and it creates like it gets a into your head. High. Yeah, it gets yeah. into your head, and you it creates that. That's what people call headspace. Is that right. temporary high? Mm-hmm. Yeah, headspace is what you get into. It it's almost kind of like role playing. So yeah. like headspace is like if you're getting into character, essentially. That's exactly what it yes. is. Yes, yeah. and so like, but it does the endorphins certainly helps because like some people like not not catatonic what's the word for like non-responsive but still in like motor functionally like motor function is possible but like a lot of people who get super deep into headspace are just like they're just gone it's Mm -hmm. like they're not there anymore and like not in a creepy like drugged out kind of way just in like a kind of like they're just floating oh i got there this weekend yes i'm like they're floating in their endorphins and they're just like in heaven like yeah yeah i was getting just wailed on yeah like after the knife um after the knife play scene, we did a flogging scene where mm-hmm. he flogged all of the fresh cuts, yes. and I was just like, "Oh!" Yeah, like, I, I was, I was told I was literally drooling on myself. Yeah, because, it's like, yeah. In my, in my experience, a lot of people can still move, but it's like they have to be moved. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's that's like, exactly what happens. It's really funny. It's like funny and also like so. Like, I don't want to say wholesome because it's definitely kinky as it's fuck. It's definitely kinky as fuck. But it's just like like. I, in a way, maybe it is kind of wholesome because, because like people like, are in that space. Your partner's having so much fun that they're literally non-responsive. Yeah, or even that, but it's like you're in a space where this person trusts you, or like if you're watching from the outside, if you're not a part of the scene, mm-hmm. like you know us watching the sidelines and clubs, just what something that you can do is like being able, like seeing these people be comfortable enough in this space that's been curated for them to feel comfortable and the, the fact that it's working and that like it, it, for them, it's working for them and they're happy and they're safe. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really nice. And it's like, I mean, it's like, I say they're safe, but it's like most of the time they're getting their ass whipped and they're bleeding. Yeah. But like, it's a controlled safe, environment where it's all consensual. And like, it's a controlled environment where like, it, it almost, to me, it kind of feels like it's better to have people watching because then if like something goes wrong, 
there's no way you're going to get away with it. Like, yeah. everyone's going to stop it, you know? And that's why we or, have BDSM yes, clubs. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Some clubs really don't follow the rules. Oh, no, they don't. That's why you always have to do your own vetting, which is very, very important. But, like... And that's why the Academy in Cleveland, Ohio is a club that you should absolutely visit. Yeah. Wink. Wink, wonk. Not sponsored. <laughs> We're but actually not. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we just go. That's our that's our main hub. Yeah, but, that, like, that's our home club. It's just, yeah, again, like, if you do your own vetting and... It's a lot of your own experiences and, like, cultivating these spaces. It's all done by the individuals. It's not like a company set it up and was like, okay, this is where you do this. Right. And so they're like, these people came together and were like, hey. Members so of we... the community established a space for their community. Right. So it was like community built, community run, community owned. Right. Like, you know, so that's why it's like if something goes wrong with one of us, all of us are going to step in because it's our space. Like, right. It's not just it's like – our family. Right. It's not just like, you know, McDonald's space. It's like our space. So if something goes wrong, we handle it internally. It's not the yeah. Pfizer Permanente BDSM <sighs> club. Right. It's, it's that, our club. And, and that feels almost more comfortable to me because it's like, you know, we're not getting outsiders involved like the police who, like, don't the, understand the, the dynamic – they actually really like our club. I mean, it's good, yeah. but again, like if something happens and we need to exclude somebody from the community, we do that. We don't, right. need, you know, because we have we have their own. Oh, speaking of the cops, are just went by. Oh, popo, popo. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like they're guards. Like we have the guards that are not yeah. hired. They're part of they're, the club. They're volunteering. Yeah. So like, they're... and they're big guys too. Exactly. So that's what I mean. Is like we handle shit on our own. They give but... good uppies. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like six fucking feet tall. Of course they do. <laughs> but but um, it's, I was like, to go back to like the, the self-harming thing, though. Right. So <laughs> when you're when you're really depressed, it gets you feeling again. But when you're feeling good and when you're stable, at the club, like, yeah. when you're at the club, when you're receiving pain, it feels really good. Yeah. Because I'm already operating. It feels good both times. But one, yeah. it, for one, it's survival. The other one, it's pleasure. Right. Yeah. It's just like, one of them gets you feeling alive again, and the other one gets you feeling very, very <laughs> alive It's again. like they both make you feel alive, but one's like alive from the dead, and the other one's like, holy fuck, I'm alive. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it literally, <laughs> it gives your brain a natural chemical high. Yeah. And that's when I was talking to my daddy, because I was just like, hey, I, I really fucking love pain. It gives me a really good feeling gets me a really good like rush and mm-hmm. everything tingly inside and he knows about my history and mm-hmm. i said and I, and I asked him like hey is this something that i can do to myself and have you know it's not in a self-harm context i'm so glad you brought that up yeah yeah because it, that's it, it goes back to the whole thing where it's like we you have to have conversations and one of the reasons why i love this this i don't even know if it's appropriate to call it culture just this group of people because it's, it's like culture yeah, it was like there's just culture of communication mm-hmm. you know like that's like that's one of the reasons because it's always gonna be nonces in different situations like for your situation that works you know like it technically is self-harm but like it's up to you guys to figure out yeah. what the where it's, the it's going past the threshold through a different context yes yeah so like and that's why you know the reason i really love you bring that up because my shitty shitty ex that was one of the things that we talked about, and it was one of the things that we'd agreed about with, because, you know, they knew my history as well. Right. They saw it in a lot less than uh, positive light, though, than your partners did. So I was, mm-hmm. I, you, your partners were concerned for you. My partners were angry at me. Right. So, like, when this is something that we talked about, it was like, 
um, you know, I know that you like to self-harm, but as long as you agree to, like, let me help you with it instead of you doing it to yourself, I feel like it's better. And then it just, it fucking flipped. Once I would be, like, you know, the communication thing, I'd be up front, and I'd be like, hey, feeling pretty bad. Might need you to beat my ass. And then they'd get mad at me and be like, well, I, this is just the same thing as you harming yourself, but you're just asking me to do it. And it's like, ooh. Like, I'm glad, and so that's why I'm glad you bring it up, because, like, in context-wise, I was literally asking for help to get out of the headspace that I was in instead of handling it myself and potentially going too far and also being alone and being sad, not having that personal connection and knowing that I'm being taken care of. Right. There's a difference. There's a big difference. There's a huge difference. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said that because we are not at all advocating self-harm at all. And that's why I mean that contextually it's really important to communicate and figure out what your situations are right and that's a good example of bdsms therapy Mm-hmm. yeah and like um have you mentioned everything that you wanted to get just because i'm like i feel like yeah, now no, I that's should... pretty much everything yeah I was like, okay so i'm gonna like so like coming back to like my side of i guess the self-harm spectrum because like we've had like similar situations like everything you basically said is exactly what i'm gonna say so yeah. like i feel like i'm just gonna be repeating it i'll try to like summarize because like i was also diagnosed with depression at a really young age but like so i have i don't know what i have honestly at this point because i was officially diagnosed with borderline personality disorder when i was 18 but way before then you know i was in kindergarten and i got tested for autism so i'm confirmed autism spectrum disorder uh like depression major depressive disorder uh when i was like 10 I've been going to therapy since I was a child, mm-hmm. uh, but then when I was 18, got diagnosed for uh, BPD, and that was annoying simply because back then, the, um, god damn it, the booklet, what's it called, DM? Uh, DSM. DSM, the, D- D- the DMC, At the time run was- DMC. <laughs> <laughs> run Devil May Cry. At the time, uh, that, at the time you're referring to, that's the DSM-4. Yeah, that's what it's like, so back, the DSM-4, always said that like you could the fucking bpd didn't appear until you were 18 so like i was experiencing symptoms way in like mm-hmm. kindergarten even it's so, like, great having a diagnosis that the medical <laughs> community and the regular community both discriminate against isn't that wonderful isn't that great i know because and that's another thing i'll bring up and uh later on but like yeah so i got diagnosed at 18 and it was just kind of like a click everything made sense but then i was pissed because they were telling me i was like I've been this way my whole life. And I literally told her that I was like, I've been this way my whole life. Why is it that I wasn't told this until now? Like I, this isn't my first time being to a doctor to assess my brain. This is like the fifth time. Why now? And th- she's just like, Oh, cause like normally it doesn't manifest until you're 18. So we're technically not really allowed to diagnose you with it until you turn 18, which is bullshit. And I'm just like, just th- like, I wanted to vomit blood. I was so fucking mad. Like I never went back to her just because like, I was so angry with that answer. Good. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, uh, this is also the same lady who, like, berated me for not coming out about being transgender to her until later. And, I, and she's like, why wouldn't you trust me with that? I'm your doctor. I'm like, maybe because you're yelling at me. Maybe because <laughs> you're yelling at me right now. Look at what you're doing right now. Yeah, I only, I only went to her, like, three times. And after that, I was like, I'm done. But, like, so, yeah, my self-harm, I think, really, really started when I was in, like, high school. And, like, I never actually cut because, like, oh, God, I'm going to have to get into the trigger warning again massively. But uh, everything okay over there? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, everything's good. Oh, okay. So I never really, like, trigger warning. Uh, I never really got into, like, cutting until 
I was in college because I was always kind of like my parents subscribed to that. Let's shame them out of their mental illness type attitude. Yeah, not in a very, not in a blatant way, but kind of like a, I don't understand what would make you so sad. We're so nice to you. Like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's You're like, not allowed to be sad anymore. You went to even, one therapy session. It's not even that. It's just kind of like, they, I think they were really frustrated because it's like when you have a child that's been depressed and weird, quote unquote, since they were in kindergarten. Can you imagine how annoying it is to just not be able to find something that helps your kid? Mm-hmm. It's like now I'm seeing that that I'm older, but like growing up in that environment, it sucked. Yeah. I was like constantly pressured to be like the smart kid and to like, you're so smart. Why are you failing? Like all that bullshit. And then I went away to college and I was like, my parents aren't here to like nose into all of my shit and notice because cutting is pretty hard to like, it's really hard to hide. It's really hard to hide no matter where you do it. And so like, and my parents were really nosy. The type of parents who are like, I, I raised you, I gave birth to you, bust in your room while you're naked type thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like 18. This is weird. Yeah. Like, to be fair, they've got a lot better now. But that, separa- yeah. that separation period in college is really what helped Th- That's them. what I needed with my parents. I was going to say, it helped them. But me, it kind of, like, made me come to the conclusion that, like, they're not going to be able to do much more for me. Yeah. Like, which was kind of the sad part. And I think that's why I started cutting was because, like, I already been through a ton of medications. And, like, most of the medications I was on were for um, depression and didn't really account for the manic depressive type thing that can happen with BPD. As well as, like, my other random diagnosis of bipolar as well. It's impossible. Not impossible, but it's rare to have both. Yeah. So I and had no a, one takes you seriously. No one takes both. me seriously mentally. No one takes me seriously physically. I, that was what you brought up was like, isn't it great how you have a diagnosis of things that they treat you both crappy mentally and physically? Cause yep. like doc. Oh, that was, Oh, loud. hello. <laughs> Doctors will, would like not give me some of my medical results because oh, hello daddy. <laughs> they wouldn't give me my medical results because of, my bpd diagnosis because they're stereotyped as being liars they're stereotyped as being overdramatic stereotyped as being violent yeah unstable yeah just unstable in general and so like while it's true it was really really sucky to like and i still don't feel like i get much help so like that doesn't help but my harming really yeah it really came to a head in like college and I don't know. I feel like I really only stopped because I was shamed out of it. Right. You know, like, I talk about my exes and how they got mad at me. And that never stopped. That continued to, like, it was the type of thing, like, let's sit down and talk about why this would happen. It was always like, I'm angry because you're doing it to get back at me. Or, like, we'd have a fight and they'd be like, I knew you were going to self-harm. And it's like, uh... It's not a revenge thing. It's just, like, I'm trapped in this situation where I don't know how to release any emotions. And, like, that's exactly what you were talking about. It was, like, it's a release thing. It's, like... I'm backed into a corner, and I have no escape other than this. Like, I can't go anywhere. This is what needs to happen. This is the only thing I Like, I need to know that I'm alive, almost. Like, and... This is all that I've got left. Yeah. So, so that's my story. But I kind of want to talk about, um... Like how that relates to your expression of masochism? N- no, I can, actually I just want to like do a little a little talk a little bit about. I don't know what the best way to phrase it is, but people who self harm for attention. Not, <sighs> yep. it's not necessarily. Remember when we were in middle school and high school, and they used to sell the lick and stick cut marks? What? Yeah. No. There were some. There were some stores that sold 
uh, basically fake. Uh, oh, you mean like temporary tattoos? Yeah, temp tattoos for self harm scars. scars. I didn't know that, but no, oh, what yeah. I mean is like, I feel like everybody at least knows one kid in from their high school or middle school or whatever who always had like shredded arms but constantly wore tank tops. So yeah, it was very obvious, or just shredded anything. Honestly, people which, who were not subtle about it, in which at the time didn't it piss you off? It pissed me off not mm-hmm. only because, not only because, I felt like it was making light of something very serious that me and a few of my friends were going through but also it was extremely triggering to see yeah that's a good point actually it's something i never really could put my finger on and this isn't me shaming anyone no and that's why i'm wears a tank top and self-harms but i'm bringing it up because it's extremely triggering to see that right even to this day for me and the only reason i bring that up is because a lot of kids just gave them shit about it I know I gave him shit about it because I didn't understand. At the time, like, uh, when a lot of my friends were self-harming, I was doing it in subtle ways that, like, you know, just bruising or whatever. I, but it was almost like a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, man, I wish I could do that. That seems like it's a lot more, like, relieving than just doing the things that I'm doing. But then also, like, angering because it did feel like they were making light of it. But mm-hmm. no, the reason I bring this up, though, is that, like, everyone knows someone who, quote-unquote, did it for attention. N- Nobody – okay, self-harm is always a cry for help. It's always a cry for help. So if they're doing it to get attention, that means that they need help. It means they need – And it means if, that everybody around them is ignoring them. If someone is subtly cutting – because I would always cut underneath Hiding my shirt. It. Anything that would be covered by a T-shirt. Yep. Um, that was fair game for me. T-shirt or shorts. I did t-shirt, it on the top of my thighs. Yeah. yeah, T-shirt or shorts. Anywhere I could hide it. Yep. If someone is cutting – Near the it, underwear line, essentially. Yeah. yeah it's just like – if someone is hiding it, clearly they need help. If someone is being extremely overt, they need a lot of help in a different way. I just – I think either or, they just need help. I don't really think Anyone one is worse than the other. Need help. I just think that we need to, like, talk about that because, like, yeah. there are there might be some people that still kind of subscribe to that line of thought where it's like if you're doing it publicly, you just want attention. To me, it kind of, like, goes into the same lines of, like, people who get butt hurt about people in cartoon like – Furries getting butt hurt. No, furries getting butt hurt about other furries drawing uh, their personas with top surgery scars. Oh my! You must God. be doing it for attention. Like I draw a lot of my personas with my self harm scars, mm-hmm. and it's not because you want attention. It's it's part of you. It's part of me. But also, like if somebody's drawing attention to something, there there's something going on. There's either there's an attachment to there. You know, like it, when, representatively, the scars mean something to you. Or if you're doing it like those people we were talking about in middle school it's it's like it's like a drug you know like the endorphins yeah. it's like a dick thing and that, that's what i was trying to say i, I was it's like, absolutely addicted to that yes high of self-harm especially if it, it becomes really a regular thing every day in study hall right and like i did it too at like the almost the exact same times every night shower like yep just it, so like not only does it become a habit but like your body needs to feed off those endorphins to live so like becomes a, like a drug like a yeah. drug addiction because it's, it's the same type of high it's like, very much a chemical addiction yeah so like it's not yeah people do things for attention but can you imagine being so fucking broken that you want to do that to get attention right just i'm not saying you have to talk to these people or be their friend or whatever maybe lay off on them a little bit though yeah. like maybe fucking chill clearly there's something going on it's like you know people's everyone's lives are a little bit different so like i think the, one of the things I just want to preach is just kind of, like, letting people – like, watching out for people, but letting them live their lives 
Like, when people want to make mistakes on their own, even if you try to help them, that's up to them. Like, but just be there for people. Don't force yourself. Don't force your ideas on people. But, like, like the whole thing, don't scare them if you want to talk to them about something. Right. And, like, that happened with a few of my friends in middle school, actually, where I, I did fuck up. Where I, like, scared him. Because he told me he was self-harming, and I tattled on the, with the principal. Yikes. Yeah. But it was, like, so, again, it was, like, I was a kid. I didn't know what to do. You So you told an adult. I told an adult. That's what kids do. Because I was like, the fu- like, I didn't have the mental capacity to handle that. And that's what I mean is, like, if you see these kids that are clearly, like, crying for attention, it's, like, not your responsibility to help them. But it is your responsibility to shut the fuck up. You know? Like, just yeah. let them do their own thing. Don't make it worse for them what, already, what they're already experiencing. In the, in the, um, I don't want to say new agey. Because it's really insulting. New but agey? <laughs> in, in the, because, as you know, I'm a pagan. Oh, you're like new age witch crap. <laughs> yeah, no, like the Sephora witch kits. That's so a witch crap. That. <laughs> witch crap, not rich craft. The ancient art, rich crap. Yeah. Uh, so, as you know, I am a pagan. And in certain uh, circles of witchcraft and paganism, in like magic-y circles... Mm-hmm. The word that we use for people like that is an energy vampire. And that's not a slam against. Because I do have <sighs> friends who practice, like, theistic vampirism. It, it's almost like a, it's like a – it's kind of like an insult almost, it sounds like. Energy, oh, yeah. Like, energy vampires, they just – they suck all of your ability to just function. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and it's just, like, people who walk into a room and immediately command a fuck ton of attention. Like, people who are like, <laughs> look at my self-harm. That's how they. That's how they feed on the energy. I just of call them fun the suckers. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like, well, nothing's fun anymore. <laughs> exactly, like fun suckers, like people who command the the presence of an entire party and make everyone feel awkward. Feed off of that energy that they're receiving, and, and in a way, yeah, and in a way that that not that's not self harm, but like self harm is all about getting that high. Exactly. So maybe if they don't get the high from the pain it's the attention exactly which is exactly how to an end was like which is exactly how like school bullies happen or like or um just people doing people acting out like kids who just do dumb shit like throw eggs at teachers in the classroom yeah because they want attention because something's wrong right so like you you know how (laughs) when um our friend was over and the ghosts are acting up and and we've all said don't give attention to the ghost because that's how a ghost becomes you can't feed it yeah Yeah, when you give attention to someone or something you know that's how they're feeding off of it exactly they're literally feeding off it and again i'm sorry if this sounds (laughs) quote quote new agey (laughs) but but this is all like pagan-y shit and sorry for being a pagan but also (laughs) Fucking A, I'm fucking out. Fucking A, bye. <laughs> I just jump out the window. Not like, in my good Christian house. Fuck! I'm gonna knock your orange chakra out of alignment, you dumb bitch. No, not my orange. Not my orange! <laughs> I'm gonna but, punch you in the root chakra. No, it's like... It is kind of hard to explain because... the Okay, so at the root of all this, it's like you don't owe anybody your energy. Right. But also, like... Don't don't give it to them either. Yeah, and like no one can non-consensually. Wow, non-consensually. Thank you. I completely slipped over. My tongue grew three sizes and just like (laughs) all my words. No one can non-consensually take your attention, your energy, 
or anything else without consent because consent is like key to every aspect of life. There's something I don't know who originally started the fucking tweet. I've been seeing these tweets lately. Like, man, imagine like taking up somebody's uh heads like headspace for free, rent free. It's like that's that's what you're doing to people when you give them that attention. You know, yep. these bad people and stuff like that. Yep. And then we're we're past talking about the whole self-harming visually thing i just mean like people that <laughs> you don't owe people your time in general yeah. and that just happens to relate to those type of people where it's like <sighs> i command attention of everyone in the room yeah and that sort of thing and it doesn't make them bad people they're just having a bad time and they don't know how to control their needs absolutely and, and i'm just gonna say that like i did the shittiest things ever when i was in like high school and it's probably why i could count how many friends i had on one hand but it's also like i mean that doesn't excuse people from treating me shitty either mm -hmm. it was always like i did shitty things because people did shitty things to me you know right. like so the cycle perpetuates so if you just again if you just learn to shut the fuck up like eventually yeah. and it goes for both sides too because it's like if you don't respond to these people versus like if God, no, that doesn't... No, I was going to cut that out because I was like, that doesn't work. That's like saying don't listen to the bullies and that's bullshit because I know that didn't work. Yeah. It's also like, it didn't help that like I was always really easy to make me scream because I was like, yeah, you guys are such assholes. And like, that would be so funny to the bullies. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, hold on. Let's just... So now that we've kind of explained why people like pain, why people would want to do harm to themselves, now let's go a little bit more into like, uh, those people who are giving the pain to the people who want it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, sadism... And this is... Know. I'm going to defer to you on a lot of this, just because... Because <laughs> I feel like again, I, you've seen me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so the reason that people like... So, the people who want harm come to these people who give the harm. And, like... <laughs> As we've like established, I was gonna say, bring the hurt. Uh, it's just like as we we're saying, like people just they want pain for different reasons to feel and to get that high. And in a way, it is like a drug, mm -hmm. which is totally valid because it's like <laughs> it, it's a legal drug. You know, you produce it. Really it is. You produce it in your own body. Those are your own endorphins. Mm, give me some of that dopamine. Give me some of that dope juice. <laughs> no way. Bring me <laughs> off a piece of that serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly though and so like you may be being like oh that's awful that's awful on both sides these people are just self-harming and like it's these people are yeah, these people just want to cause harm to people and it's like that's it, we've talked about it briefly with the sadism and how like we how nice it, it is yeah, let's like, bring how, it back yeah i was gonna say how nice it is that like you're connecting with somebody and like being able to give them that high yeah you know like and these are so many different ways you can give that too so is it a lot of like receiving pleasure from watching does the sadist uh, receive their pleasure from watching the masochist receive the pain and react to it and like get pleasure from what you're doing to them is that it, a fair assessment honestly it is yeah that is pretty fair to say that because it's mm -hmm. like it's it's not God, no, it sounds manipulative, but it is, but it is in a way you are manipulating the person's reactions, but it's all based on what your sub wants. Yeah. So it's that's consensual. Part the, that's part of the power exchange. Yeah. It's a consensual, it's, consensual. it's a consensual manipulation of their reactions. Mm -hmm. And so like you have, you essentially, they give you control over their body, but they're, the sub is still the one in control. And right. I think it's just so funny because like, I think episode one, the pilot, I talked about 
the friend that we have, mutual friend that we have, where like he just kept going back and being like, well, it's it's what you want. It's and like, like no, 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 sadism, no. sadism is all about causing pain, but it is not about causing pain for your pleasure. It is right. for your sub's pleasure. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I think is really, really important too, is it's like when I say like, you know, receiving pain versus causing pain, the guy causing pain is always doing it for the receiver. If you're just beating people for like, for the sake own, of beating people, just because, yeah, that's yikes. you have to talk about all different things. And like these, and again, this is why it's all like contextual wise, like with you and now I'm saying like, yeah, in some situations, maybe using knives or blades would be inappropriate for someone who has a history, mm-hmm. but that's y'all. That's not young. everybody for me who so has, you know i have a fair i've gone through a fuck ton of therapy and i have a good handle on that so i can it's like therapy's so not process. required you know not to like but, but it, everyone's it's helpful sh- everyone yeah. should go to therapy oh. because it's so helpful no it's true i'm just saying that it's like communication is always key if you oh, yeah. can't figure out how to get past a certain point in like if you're you know hitting a hump that you can't quite get over that's when therapy becomes really um right really helpful hit that hump <laughs> but <laughs> But, uh, oh, my God, where was I? So, like... You're talking about um, the uh, how the sadist receives their pleasure in a scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like... And what the source of that everyone, is. Everyone... That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to use your own, like, judgment in a lot of these things because, you know, y'all's relationship is like that. You are you do those things and you've all agreed that, like, you're not causing each other any psychological lasting harm. Which, can't believe we never brought this up. One of the main rules about BDSM is to, like cause pain but do no harm so like permanent damage is not something that we seek out as sadistics most uh, I, I mean as sadistics if the <laughs> sub wants that maybe well no i when i say permanent damage i mean like broken bones oh <gasps> yeah i mean like things that will send you to the hospital like yeah. even if they want that it is your responsibility as a sub to back off and be like no like because at or that point dom, if a sub is asking you they want that i, mean, I said the wrong responsibility thing responsibility as dom. a dom no it's okay <laughs> dom. responsibility as the dom to say no yeah and so that's a, that's kind of what's the hot part about like you know when they give up your body to you like that it's like you get to tell them no it's almost kind of hot but like mm. but getting also, told no is probably the hottest thing ever by just, the way they just like eh, what do you mean no shut <laughs> shut one I'm I'm gonna count to three. (laughs) I just described a caregiver like a daddy dom or mommy dom. I mean, like I do get pretty like stern whenever I'm like doming people. I'm like straight up. I'm one word like answer type thing. I'm like, I didn't say you could sit up or like stop stuff like that. Like, mm. like our mutual friend kept trying to he kept trying to get up, and I was like, I didn't say you could stop jerking yourself off. Like that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, I made I had him jerk himself off like the whole time. It was awesome. Oh, were you just edging him? Uh, I didn't touch him. It was only oh, him. Nice. I had him do it. Yeah. Because it's also really funny because we're both on the t- same type of medication where it, like, makes orgasm, like, kind of hard. Which It, it kind of yep. makes it hot, though, because it means we can go for longer. Because yep. we both can't come. We're just like, ah! I was going to say, being on... <laughs> like, super saiyan, just screaming. I can't! <laughs> being on HRT has completely <laughs> fucked my libido for a little bit. Good or bad way? In a bad way for a little bit. But, <laughs> then, but then my body, like, helped again. But being yeah. on... I have no testosterone in my bloodstream. Yeah. Left. So, like, being able to, like, 
maintain my bits down there in like a sexual situation is really difficult i know but the, the struggle makes it really hot dude right yeah. like it's that's why it's always kind of like oh man i can last for like 30 minutes instead of 15 yeah, I, can, like, <laughs> I can go for an hour man probably more like yeah it's probably more like an hour honestly it takes forever there's a time limit in the boom boom rooms though only 45 minutes <laughs> it's an hour in the boom boom room i thought it was 45 maybe maybe i don't know either yeah. way which is funny because when i see cis <laughs> boys like i can be in and out in the time to watch a vine i'm just like exactly it's like no if we're not fucking for at least an hour or two get out like of here. i some people have messed around with the pillow princesses and i'm like i'm sorry if we're not sweaty and need to change the sheets this ain't no fun for me like i just feel like that's really gross like get out the puppy pads bitch <laughs> i didn't mean i was peeing on them i just meant like no for the sweat I know. Uh, no, but it's all... Then you wouldn't stick to you because it doesn't have a plastic backing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm just imagining me getting up covered in, like, pee-pee pads. Just, <laughs> like... <laughs> what do you think a diaper is? A. Got him. That doesn't... What are you, just gonna have a whole full body diaper to just absorb <laughs> all your sweat? <laughs> hey, I've seen some crazy art in my day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Horrified. But no, just... Yeah, the... Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. We have a dear Jazzy question. Like fucking full body diaper. Let's wrap this shit Ah, up. That's a wetsuit. Ah. (laughs) Let's wrap this shit up. So I think we've I've explained at least a little bit about what I like about sadism. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I I'm into the. I think it's funny that people think you're on the more extreme end because like okay, so she showed me the like little knife, tiny little knife cuts on her back. It's been a day or two. Oh, a day or two. Mine don't go away for like two weeks. So your, like yours don't go away for two months. I know. There's are they Real still quick. there. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, still yeah, there. I yeah. have scar tissue from the uh, plays that I've had. That was hot as fuck. Just saying. I don't know. You if should I've, tell them about what you did. Have I explained what I feel like I did in the pilot, but maybe not. So I don't think you told them the rubber band story. So the reason that uh, I think it's really funny that they called this little baby over here oh. extreme is because like yeah, like two days ago she said she got all these scratch marks on her. It literally just looks They're like little nice scratch marks. marks. I know, but they look like little scratch marks. Because <laughs> I don't, so I don't go to the club as often as I should. But every time that I do, I always attract a crowd because there's this yeah, woman. Do. There's this woman there. They do identify as woman, correct? Yeah. Okay, I just They're wanted to make sure. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But because uh, we like only ever talk at the club, so like, right, yeah. <laughs> and it's so loud in there. <laughs> so there's, there's this uh, woman there who like has these fucking rubber bands. They're like produce they're rubber bands huge. yeah they're like they're literally like just a they're bit used wider to, like, keep meat together i yeah i do not know where she gets them but like um they're big they, enough they, to go around the human torso yeah they're big enough to go around the human torso and they're very thick they're about like is a little bit wider than my thumbnail but like big 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 rubber bands and so she puts them around your uh waist and then just draws them, them and snaps them back and it's awful like i don't know if you guys have ever been wasped which is you know oh, that, that thing that man. people used to do with the rubber yeah, bands yeah, it's yeah. like that shit but on a massive scale and all around your body so like last time i was there she uh she made me a bikini line with it because yep. she like she snapped it all the way around my torso so it formed a perfect ring and then tried to make basically like from everything there up like show like belly up just red like mm-hmm. and i was and i started bleeding and it was it was awful like i had oh to like God, yeah. restrict myself from just peeling off my scabs because i'm a huge picker Ooh, so like yeah, it was just it was nasty but like yeah like <laughs> i'm really really into heavy stuff and that's mm-hmm. also one of the things that like i don't get to do as much because like there's fluids and it's kind of like you know there's contamination risk as well you have yeah. to make sure everyone's tested 
important, but still it's a lot harder to find partners and get done, especially in a club where their main concern is cleanliness. Right. So th- there is a separate room, though, for everybody listening. There's a the separate room. Yeah, there's a separate room called the pain clinic, which is for fluids, needle play, knives that are going to go deep, if you know what I mean. Medical role play. Yes, shit like that. So, like, they if, have a gyno table. I know. They have That's some, nice. they have, like, legit, like, uh, like doctor's tables in there. It's pretty oh, yeah. cool. But, like, I'm really, really into that stuff. Like, I. I like it deep. I like it hard. <laughs> <laughs> the look you just gave me was just maniacal. <laughs> I get really into it. I just haven't been in the right headspace lately, too, like medication-wise, and I'm also like dealing with insurance crap. So, I know this episode is supposed to be talking about like my sh- the things I'm into, but like I'm just out of it lately. I'll have to get mm-hmm. more into it, and then I'll figure my shit out. But yeah, and that was the thing we were. Um, talking before the show, I was just like, I feel like the first couple episodes have been very jazzy focused. Let's have a Z focused episode. It's like fair enough. It is your show though, so I feel like it's okay for you no, to monopolize. It's our it. show. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, but it's called Dear Jazzy. But it's called Dear Jazzy. But you are a host. Aww. But yeah, I'll once I get myself more established, because like I only just started being back in the scene after like two years, so yeah. it's been a while. But. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love it. It's just, like, I don't have any play partners. Like, the one guy that I mess around with doesn't even live in the area. Yet. Yeah, yet. Might change. Uh, but then, and then you're just, you're, like, a play massage partner. We don't actually do, we're just friends. Like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's not even play. We just, like, give each other massages. I, I mean, I guess to some people it could be play, but not sexual play. I think we talked yeah. about this. We talked about this. Like, yeah. I don't consider it play. Okay. Because I was like, BSM isn't always, um isn't always sexual for everyone mm-hmm. so that's why i was kind of like nah, whatever you yeah. know <laughs> i mean sometimes it's just nice to be like platonic with your please friends. destroy my spine like <laughs> yeah like please crack my back i am hurting i yeah that sort of thing but I, also i really like being like platonically snuggly with my friends and everything i know so it's like that's the only time i'll really any t- I ever touch somebody though is like when i'm giving massages because like i hate cuddling it makes me so sweaty and like <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile i'm just like snuggle with me and you're like nope and you hand off the child to someone else anybody i've ever dated has like anytime we cuddle you know like i'm usually the one on the bottom with their head on my chest and i hate it because like (laughs) every single person just be like god damn dude your heart is going a million miles an hour but like but like you can't tell because i'm just Mm -hmm. sitting there like really calm but my heart's like because i (laughs) the just the closeness makes me nervous and i don't Mm -hmm. know why and it never stopped i dated my other ex for like almost six years and i still got that way hate mm. it i hate it <laughs> i just be that way all right we got any like uh we got any answers Qu- we answers uh, yeah we got answers we, we have got any questions answers, but do we have questions do we have the questions with which to apply those answers to mm. we do <laughs> a funny joke <laughs> god damn Is there, all right who's our question from it's from anonymous oh again i feel like 90 percent of them are gonna be anonymous oh yeah <laughs> but um i'm not sure hold on let me Oh, you fucked it up. The podcast is ruined. Podcast is ruined. Can you see that? No, I cannot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you pass uh, me the, I don't know if you can pass me the laptop, but <laughs> just, here. you hear just, <laughs> <laughs> and the recording stops. <laughs> We're going to pause it real quick. Uh, I'm going to do a really janky. <laughs> just making noises in the microphone. Ooh. We're going to do this. Ooh. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you can take a picture of your screen. Yeah, and I'm. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just going to take a picture of my screen with my phone and then hand you my phone oh so my we God. don't have to fuck up the recording setup. All right, you want me because to... my notes on my phone weren't refreshing fast enough, so I'm like, I can't. I can't. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> so we have a the question is um, we talked a little bit about making sure you vet people that you play with and making sure that they're all tested. You're and ca- making sure you feel those good vibes. Making sure you feel those good vibes. And I'm really happy we said that because our question pertains perfectly to the topic at hand. It talks about vibes. It talks about vibes. Let's give this a vibe check now. <laughs> Dear Jazzy and Z. Hey. hey. There's this one daddy that I'm really interested in, but I don't know if he's right for me. Is it normal for a sub slash dom to vet or screen a new sub slash dom before playing or getting together? This is a legit question. This is a very legit question. Um, yeah. Yes. That's, that's extremely normal. Everyone, very normal. Everybody does it. You should be. You, yeah. If you're not doing it, you probably should be doing it. And even on a smaller scale, like at the club, there's literally a corner with like, it's screened off and it's got this cute little like conversation table where like. It's a negotiation. Pe- it's a negotiation corner. zone. It's, it's yeah. literally like a, like a, like a null space. You just kind of like. Yeah. Where, yeah so I've. Uh, if you haven't met the person before, it's a space for you guys to sit down and talk about what y'all want, what you're into, what your hard nose are, you know? Right, exactly. So, yeah, that's absolutely a thing, even if it's, like, you know, for the night. I think it, if the club doesn't have it, I'm not saying it's a bad club, but I still think that you should get into the practice of talking to people or mm-hmm. at least only play with people who are willing to talk to you. Because exactly. if they're not willing to be open and communicative commu- – Communicative. Communicative. Is that the right word? Yeah. I can't pronounce English, and I speak it. English um, is hard. I know. Even for the uh, <laughs> even for the native speakers. But, yeah, if, if the people you're playing with don't want to communicate, then you probably should just fuck off anyway. Right. <laughs> if you're talking to someone on the internet, I would say that's even better because – you can go. You can comb through that person's entire account. History. This is the time when it's okay to creep. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, in this specific example, if you are, um, a sub or a switch that's looking at a dom identifying partner, in this case, a daddy. If you're going Excuse to be in- engaging in a power exchange relationship. It is absolutely crucial that you creep on this person to make sure they're right <laughs> for you. So if they hit you up in Instagram DMs, you can go through their whole account. If if they hit you up in FetLife, even better. Yeah, that's great because then especially, like, usually within the first message, you know, no. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, baby girl. My favorite are those guys you can tell that they just copy and paste the same message into everybody's profile. Yep, 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 yep. yep. God. You <laughs> seen how hard I rolled my eyes. I saw the back of my skull. Have I shown you all the DMs I get? They're like, hey, baby girl. Oh, you tell I, me about them constantly. I want to change your diaper. I want to change your changes. You're like, no. No. <laughs> I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. Oh, Wait, my God. no. <laughs> Wait, no, we don't like Wait, cops. oh, God, it made it worse. God, it made it worse. Oh my god, that fucking one person that wanted to buy my, that wanted me to mess and then buy my dirty diaper. What the fuck? I mean, how much were they willing to pay you? Because I would have done it even if I didn't wear diapers. Like two hundred, but that's also a biohazard. Oh, that ain't shit. Yeah, that also ain't shit. Actually, it is shit. Ah. But I just mean two hundred dollars for something like that. No. Yeah. Way more. Way, to, way more. Way, way, Plus, way that's more. also a biohazard, and you could get a felony for sending that through the mail. It's true, but it's like I've sent a lot of fel- felonious things through the mail. So <laughs> 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 the key is just to not be obvious and to wrap it up tight. So <laughs> yikes! <laughs> but getting back to the question at hand, like if someone hits you up, ask them um, if they have like a fet life that you could comb through and like. It's get like a job a interview. It's like a job review. <laughs> Honestly, what some people do. 
in the scene is they have like a resume or a CV and they have references. That I was... can't believe I didn't talk about references. <laughs> references are actually really important. Like, like if other people you've played with. Other you could people be you've like, played with. If like, you're not comfortable with just my word. Here's other people's words and like friends in the scene that potentially are mutual friends. And this and is everything. how big groups happen too. Like the community. Yeah. This is this why is how it's big so communities are based. formed. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, so, it's so community based. That's why I'm like, you know, the, I talk about the Baltimore scene because mm-hmm. it's like way different because they're all like groups of families. They're interweb right. connective interwebs. But um. By the uh, way, when we were at the club, everyone was asking where you were. It was really cute. Oh, that's actually really sweet yeah. to know that, like, people actually remember me. Just because, like, I feel so unmentionable. Whatever. But, no, <laughs> one of the things that, um, like, you talking about references is, like, I know a lot of people who um have, like, <laughs> their own, like, worksheet for, like, new partners. Like, especially on the internet, they'll, like, send them a questionnaire to fill out. Oh, that's smart. I know, right? Like, I've had some, I like that. I've had some people where it's just, like, a copy and paste thing into the I am, or just like uh, an actual the Google Forms. If you want to be my lover, you got to fill out the appropriate paperwork. <laughs> I mean, like especially when it's these intense type of like scenarios that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Like, I think that's pretty legit. That's pretty smart. I, I mean, like that. Especially, I mean, like it's not. We're not talking about like stupid crap. Like, have you ever slept with someone who slept with another guy? Are you like, con- are you convicted of a felony? Yeah, it's it's usually shit like you know what's your fet life? Where's some other place that I can find your work? What are other people that you've hung around with? What are your hard no's? What are your really big yeses? Like yeah. just getting to know the person better, so that way instead of having a huge back and forth, you just read it, you can judge it, and then figure out if you want to go forward. Yeah, like, and that's why having a resume and a worksheet, like an it's actual, it's just so funny. A resume for fucking BDSM. a resume for like a fucking CV. <laughs> it's legit, it's, but still, it's funny. It's it's, it's it's such a legit idea. It's just really fucking funny. So to answer your question, uh, no, it's not weird at all, and you should be doing that. And I, it's abso- totally normal. It's yeah. totally normal, and I absolutely commend anyone that further perpetuates that practice it's like i want to say that everyone does it but honestly the only people i've only met people who do it so i i know there's shitty people out there oh yeah i'm not saying it's shitty if you don't do it i'm just saying that like people who don't communicate are the shitty ones a lot of people in the bdsm community do this not a lot of people in the little community do this really because most because the little community demographically is very young also i was gonna say littles are all about giving up that autonomy as well yeah we will see how that Give away our autonomy at the drop of a hat. I can see how that could go a little bit yeah. sour. Not that anyone's wrong. It's just, yeah, yeah that sucks. And a, a <laughs> lot of littles are very, very desperate because there's a yes. fuck ton of us and not a ton of caregivers. Oh, uh, yeah. I have so, seen that. Right. So when any caregiver expresses even a slight iota of interest, usually littles are like, on it without doing the proper oh, vetting first you know what actually that's a really good thing to bring up because i don't think that applies to only littles that definitely applies to pets yeah y- just anyone who's looking for i get stability i guess mm-hmm. is what a lot of people are searching for in those type of power exchange dynamics is i know from my experience i got into a bad situation because i just gave up my autonomy to the first person who even decided to give a shit but it was like a fake shit. <laughs> uh. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm gonna be honest. Fucking hope they hear this. I know that he only started to date me because he wanted to date my girlfriend. They're still together, I think. Yeah. So like, that really sucked. So, but even so, it's like, oh my god, I lost train of thought. <laughs> we're this is why I need about, my medication. Um, <laughs> we're talking about like how some people are just really quick oh. to give up. 
So, like, I, the first guy who even gave a shit, I was like, oh, yeah, let's just, let's just go with that. Because, like, my entire life has just been, like, I'd been, no, my entire life, that's not correct. I'd been struggling ever since I got kicked out of my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And so, at that point, I just kind of felt like I'm going to have to do something desperate to just, you know, get my life on track. And I decided that I would take a risk, and it was a bad one. Like, <laughs> but that's how you came to Cleveland eventually. I know, like it was, yeah. Congrats, you're stuck here. Oh God, no. But so that's also like, he was also a pretty good example of like someone who like went through all the right steps. But it was me not having experience with those red flags yet. Yeah. So like he did all the right lip service. Right, like he did like form thing and whatnot. But it's just like, yikes. So which goes to show, even if you are being really careful and you do all this stuff someone could still be kind of yanking your chain so you got to be alert and this is why community-based thing bdsm is so important because a lot of our bdsm i would even i would hesitate to even call it bdsm play because like it was very internalized like not a lot of other people were like we not that we have to involve other people for bdsm i guess what i mean is like like, usually in BDSM, you have these large communities, and you're all intercommunicating, and, like, you mm-hmm. talk about you're it with each other. Yeah, you're a family. And so, like, our family was really, like, us. And, like, mm-hmm. we didn't really play with other people. Like, it was, it was very isolated. It was very isolated. Mm-hmm. And it was not okay. Because it was, like, when things went wrong with me, I had no one to turn to. So it's, like, again, like, these are all just <sighs> things that you have to experience, unfortunately. And I hate to say that you know, you should experience trauma to learn how to recognize it, but that is just the way it goes. Like, I hate it. Yeah. I, I don't and even the, know what else to say. I'm just really sad right now. It's <laughs> yeah. not saying, like, you should throw yourself into traumatic situations no. to learn. I'm just saying that, like, people who've been through trauma know. They come out with experience. They know. Yeah. It's like, ooh. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, like, I, I've been kind of, like, off lately. Because somebody that I know is in an extremely abusive relationship, but they can't leave him because they're financially stable uh, because of him. Right. So it's shit like that. Yikes. But yeah, no. Going back to the original point was that, like, it's not just littles that, like, give up their autonomy so quickly. It's, like, anybody who's in a vulnerable position. And, like, mm. that's just predators in general. They prey on the weak. Exactly. They and prey that upon... car outside is making a weird noise. Did you hear that, like, wobbly? No. Oh, it stopped now. <laughs> Fuck. Is it coming this way? No, I think it left. It was going. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted I because I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Sometimes things just happen here. I think it might have actually been someone's hubcap popping off. The sound of it rolling down the street. <laughs> no, because I've had that happen to me like four times when I was living in Richmond. All four of your wheels. No, no. I just met like four different times. I hit a big pothole. They all just doing <laughs> That's why they popped off, though, because Richmond has the worst potholes. <laughs> but it makes that... As it's running down the street, especially the plastic ones. Like <laughs> This has been episode five of Dear Jazzy. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Jasmine Starshine. And I'm Lars. Thank you for joining us. The show is an At Odds With God production. Visit us online. Our website is at oddswithgod.com. We are on iTunes, uh, Spotify. We're on Podbean. You can listen to us on the website. We got a Twitch stream coming up soon. We have some guests coming in. Uh, Anything else before we sign off? I think you covered all of it. All right. We will see you next time. Bye.